I am holding the microphone in my hand. This is the first time I have held the microphone in my hand making an episode of Brad Nichols' podcast. I didn't bring my stand, and I didn't bring a pop filter either, so this is probably going to sound different than uh, when I usually record with this microphone. Uh, Yeah. And I don't want to put together a stand. I want it to be in my hand. And I've, I've always thought about having a handheld microphone when recording and um yeah but this isn't that kind of microphone the microphone i use the main microphone i use is not a handheld it's not supposed to be a handheld microphone but i actually like it you know what i actually like it as a handheld microphone and uh yeah so maybe i will put together a stand construct a stand for the microphone uh, while traveling, or maybe I'll just keep it like this. Maybe I'll keep it in my fucking hand, because maybe it's fucking better, you know? I am in Kuala Lumpur, Malaysia. I just got back to KL yesterday, last night. Fucking long bus journey. These bus journeys in Kuala Lumpur... No, in Malaysia, yes, in Malaysia. I mean, sometimes they go smooth. Sometimes you go straight there. But other times there are, you know, there's traffic jams. There's issues. And last night there was a traffic jam. Big fucking traffic jam. Like fucking so slow. Moving so slow from Malacca to KL to Kuala Lumpur, and it's just fucking, what are you doing, what are you doing, Malaysia, I mean, KL, Kuala Lumpur has gigantic fucking problems with the, the way they've designed the city, the streets, and the roads, they got fucking pretty much highways, highways, real fucking highways, and they might as well as, they might as well be highways, going straight through the city, all over the place, And I do fucking love Kuala Lumpur, but it's not an easy place to love. And I think Kuala Lumpur is the Tokyo of Southeast Asia. It is. And I think it could be like the futuristic city, the fucking sci-fi city of the 21st century and beyond. I really think it could be. I mean, I do love this place, just like I do love Tokyo. But it took a long time for me to love Tokyo. And I always knew I kind of loved Tokyo. I knew I loved it. But it's just... It's hard to love. And it's the same... It's the same with Kuala Lumpur. Like, there... So much I love about it. And I do love it. But... There's fucking... Just make it a more walkable fucking city. Alright? There's no need for doing what you're doing. Okay, with the streets and the layout and the cars. Just fucking get rid of the cars. Put them in a different place. Alright, don't get rid of them. Have them around. They're nice sometimes to have. But just, it's so just fucking annoying. Walking around this city, you know? Yeah. But I do love KL. It's, it's Kuala Lumpur. I do love Kuala Lumpur. It's going to be... 
it's going to be the futuristic city, you know. It really is. I love um I love so much about it. I I love I love it. I really do. And it's fun to be back here. Uh, Malacca, different story. I I love Malacca as well. But it's very different. Um it's it, I I wrote this on my website, bradnichols.com. And throughout this trip, of course, I will be posting and I have been posting. So you should go there to, uh, you know, stay updated because that's the most important thing in your life is to stay updated on what I'm doing. Okay, it is. And Malacca is, there's a fucking broken, it's beautiful. There's a beautiful broken sadness to Malacca. There just is. It's a city that was one thing and now is trying to be something else. But it just doesn't see, it's not. It's just, it doesn't happen, you know, comfortably. It's just, it's not natural. They're trying to be like this artistic, romantic, um, aesthetic place, you know. And Malacca is those things. But it just doesn't feel natural in many ways. And it, it feels like Malacca still wants to be what it was hundreds of years ago. But it just, it just fucking isn't. And it's not going to be that, most likely, again. You know? And if it is, then, ooh, it's going to be a fucking long wait for that. And it just doesn't really know what it is. It's a city of the past. And it's trying to somehow forge a new identity. But it doesn't really work. It doesn't. But I still loved it. I still loved the the beautiful broken sadness of it. Um, yeah, but it's a strange one. It's a strange one. I got a haircut. I got a fucking haircut in Malacca. Finally, in the shopping mall, cut my hair. I think I look uh, both a lot younger and a lot older when I get. A proper fucking haircut. Not just shave everything off, but get like a fade and, a, you know, hair, you know, laid and all this stuff. I look both younger and older, and I'm not going to explain why. <laughs> I'm not going to explain that. But I do. I had I had lots of fun uh, in Kuala Lumpur before I went to Malacca. And I had lots of fun in Malacca. And I'm going to have lots of fun in Kuala Lumpur as well i now uh lots of things have happened lots of fun things some things i'm going to tell you about some things i'm not some of the best stuff i keep for myself and some of the best stuff i tell you all right it just depends what i decide and how i decide and when i fucking decide okay to talk about things you know or just forever keep things to myself. Let's uh, let's talk about some things though. Let's talk about the fact that I went to fucking war. I had a war. Had a fucking war. With the homestay. I was staying at. In Malacca. Okay. This place. There was like a cafe downstairs. And I'm not going to say the name. Alright. Because they don't fucking deserve it. I don't want to. Give them any fucking. You know. And I don't want people, you know, going there at all. Because it's shit. Alright. They have a cafe downstairs. And I don't want them to get more business. Alright. They have a cafe downstairs. 
And this cafe, it's like a, you know, cats and dogs wandering around and fishes. There's some fishes there. And it looks like a cutesy cafe, flowers, art, all this stuff going on. All aesthetic and all this stuff, you know. But artsy, romantic. But it's fucking not. Because they have all day long from... You know, the morning, the, you know, around lunchtime, all the way into the night, 10, 11 p.m. And, you know, even beyond that, fucking music blasting out of their speakers all day. And it doesn't fit. It doesn't fit with the vibe of the cafe they're going for. All right. You go to a cafe that's like that. You don't want to be having the fucking music. And shit music as well. Like fucking rip-off Ed Sheeran songs. You don't want that playing in your ears the whole time when you're trying to relax. Okay? But they, they have that. They have that all day. And above the cafe, there is a homestay. There's a, you know, I think, you know, like maybe eight, something like that. Six, seven, eight, nine, ten, maybe rooms. And I was in one of the rooms. Okay? I was in one of the rooms. And in this room, it's a pretty looking room. Green walls and art and fucking leaves. They put leaves, you know, in the room on the light. So it's like, uh, you know, pretty. But just fucking terrible. The music. The music from downstairs, actually even louder in my room than it is downstairs. Okay, I, I'm not sure how that happened, but it's true. It was louder in my room, probably because of the placement of the speakers and the fucking vibration, you know, coming through the floorboards. But it was so much louder in my room than it was in the cafe, and it was fucking loud, disgustingly, disturbingly disastrously loud, disgusting, loud downstairs in the cafe, and it was all those things in my room as well, and even worse, it was even worse, so I mean, I stayed there one night, the first night it was like this, uh, and then the next day they were closed, so it wasn't, and then the next day after that, it was like it again, and I decided, no fucking way am I having this, for the rest of the week, you know, so I had a war, I messaged them, uh, and then I got them to come up, I'm not going down, I'm not going down to get my refund, no, you fucking bring the refund to me, so I got them to bring the refund up to me, got all the money back, you know, for the days I hadn't stayed there, uh, and it was supposed to be, you know, non-refundable, but I got the fucking refund back, and I got it back, and I left, and out I went, and I, I moved to a new hotel, I moved to a nice, modern hotel, uh, yeah, but fuck those people, like, why, you can, look, you can have a cafe, or you can have a homestay, don't try to do both, don't try to fucking have both a homestay and a cafe, and if you do do that, then don't, allow one of them to ruin the other one, okay, and the cafe ruined the homestay, and it didn't have to be that way, 
the cafe could have been the cafe and there could have been some, you know, ooh, nice music in the background. But for some reason, they just, <laughs> they're fucking retarded and not retarded in the way I like, the way I love. No, they were just, ugh, you know. So, yeah. So that was one thing. I went to war. And I went to war also. This war happened when I had chocolate on my nose. I had chocolate on my nose. (laughs) I had ice cream or something before. And I dipped my nose, like, in the chocolate. And I knew I did. Like, when I first did it. And I thought to myself, oh, maybe I've got some chocolate on my nose or something. But then, you know, I didn't clean it. I just didn't. So when I was... um, you know, getting the refund off the guy, getting the money back. Like, I had I had chocolate <laughs> on my nose. I still won the war, though, didn't I? Yeah. Won the war with chocolate on my nose. Yeah. So, yeah, that was fun. I also had a girl travel to see me. She was, uh, she lives in Kuala Lumpur. And she was in Kuala Lumpur. And I invited her to come to Malacca because she seemed, you know, very excited and, you know, into me and all this stuff and, you know, interested in me. Um, and, you know, she you know, seemed hot and cool, you know, through messaging and online and stuff. So I said, come, you know, come. And she did. She booked a ticket. She took, booked a, she booked a bus ticket and she came to, to Malacca and, um, we had a date, we went out together, and we, you know, talked about, okay, you come to Malacca, and we go out for a bit, for a bit, for a bit, and then go to the hotel, and do things that you're supposed to do with a girl in a hotel, so it was all that kind of thing, you know, but I left her halfway through the date, and I went back to my hotel all by myself, (laughs) I left her I left her in a fucking massage chair in the mall. I left her in a massage chair in the mall. I left her in a massage chair in the mall. And she deserved it. I just, I don't want to do it anymore. I, I, I can't be doing the fucking dating women like this. You know, going out together and having... The, the way that women, a lot of women do, do things, okay? Not all of them, but a lot of them. The complaining, the fucking nagging, the, oh, I want to go do this, uh, uh, fuck off. I didn't want to go to the massage chairs. She, she really wanted to go to the massage chairs. I didn't. I didn't want to go to the massage chairs. I wanted to go eat something, drink something, but she wanted to go sit in the massage chair. So I told her, you go sit in the massage chair. Go on. I'm going to go eat and drink something. So if you want to go do that, you can do that. But I'm not. I don't want to sit in the massage chairs. And, yeah. So I just left. Like, she was into me. She was interested. And she kept, you know, holding my hand. And touching me and all this stuff. So it was going well in terms of that. But, I mean, the personality. It was the personality. I mean... I'm a narcissist, and I'm like 100% beyond, you know, I'm 100% plus infinity narcissist. And I can't have another narcissist. I can't have another narcissist. 
around me. And she was a narcissist. She was, you know, less of a narcissist than me. But still, I just I just couldn't fucking have that thing ar- that uh, around me for any longer. So she was, you know, wanting to sit in the massage chairs. And she was making a big fucking deal about sitting in the massage chairs. So I just said, okay, you sit in a massage chair. And I'm going to go eat. And I did. I went and ate something and drank something. Uh, and then I, <laughs> I just walked back to the hotel and left her there in the massage chair. And then when I got back to the hotel, she was messaging me. And she was still in the massage chair. And she was thinking I was still eating something. And she kept saying, like, hey, let's go. Let's go have fun now. No more of this, you know. Let's have fun and go kiss by the river and touch and and start talking all this sexual stuff. Sexual things. And no. So eventually she left the massage chair and she went and got a capsule hotel. And uh, yeah, she was uh, devastated. But look... I can't fucking have that situation of women being that way. I just don't... I do not fucking take it, okay? I don't. And look, it's it's like, yeah, they're, you know, joking and kind of serious at the same time. But I just can't even stand... I can't stand that, you know? Like, all that fucking bullshit and the narcissism. I only want to be around my own narcissism. I don't want to be around anyone else's. I have to get rid of them. You know? Yeah. So that's what happened. And then we, look, we still talked on Instagram after that. She was in her capsule. Not in my bed, (laughs) thankfully. And, yeah. Um, uh, Yeah. She she fell in love with me after that as well. And she she kept trying to convince me to, you know, meet up again. You know, but no, no, no. But with the women, unless you're a really beautiful, cool woman, like fucking perfect, like this woman on the screen right now. I'm look, I'm watching the TV, and she is beautiful. There's like an old, looks like the '90s, a TV show, and she's perfect. But her personality probably isn't. You gotta be beautiful, you gotta be cool, and you gotta have a great personality, okay? None of this fucking bullshit, say say Leon, as the Taiwanese call it. None of that. I do I do not have any of that around me, and no one else's narcissism is allowed around me. No. No. So if you're like the perfect cool woman, then yeah, I can, we can go have a meal. Or go walk around or to the movies, have a date, do something, have a date, and then fuck. But if you even have like a one percent of the say say Leon and or narcissism or any of that, then I'm gonna leave you halfway through the date and the date's over. I'm going back to my hotel room. Yeah, and I got I got convenience store food as well. Yeah. I went into seven eleven bought some food for later and took it back to the hotel and I I just 
like the whole walk back, I felt so fucking happy. So happy to be alone again. Everyone says, Ugh, humans are social animals. Fuck off. You could all be social animals. I'll be by myself. It'd be so much happier. I really am. I really am happier by myself. And just now, today, and today I had this woman on Tinder who wanted to come around and wanted to wash my feet and she wanted to lick my balls. And what else? What else did I... Let's take a look. Let's take a a look. Let's take a look at this. Okay. This is the message I sent her. If someone wants to come over and wash my feet, lick my balls, and give me a cuddles, then maybe I would take the lift down to let them in. But, you know, beds are awesome. So I'm trying to get across there that you're going to have to come here, okay? (laughs) You're going to have to put in the effort. And then she said back, and she replied, I would love doing that, but get me a lift, then I'll do for you. And then I said, I'm not buying you a lift. (laughs) She was trying to get me to, you know, call her a taxi, to come over, to wash my feet, lick my balls, and have a cuddles. 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 No. It's you. You're the one doing it. If you want to do it, then you pay for it, you know? Why the fuck do I have to pay for it? She said, oh, it's, it's balance. It's, it's not balance. You are the one that wants to do the thing, okay? Then you pay for the lift. I'm not paying for the lift because it's not balance. It's not. She wants me to pay the money so that she comes here in the taxi and then goes back. No. (laughs) I'm not doing that, all right? I would rather be by myself and not pay for your taxi, okay? It's not balance. You're a grown fucking woman. This is what I told the the other girl, the girl in Malacca. I said, you're a grown woman. You know, and she is, she's a grown woman. These, these women are grown women. They shouldn't be acting like this, but most of them do, okay? Most of them do. So if you're a cool woman who's just completely chill and, you know, beautiful as well and you want to hang out then all right but not with all these conditions and all this fucking you pay for my lift and I want to sit in the massage chair fuck off fuck off and she was really trying to get me to you know stay and sit in the massage chair and I didn't want to. I wanted to eat. So I went to eat. And I drank something. I ate something. I drank something. I drank. So- I ate something and drank something in the convenience store. I had a 
I think it was a tiramisu cake and a bottle of Sprite. And then I left that convenience store. And I went um, I went to another one. And I got my food for later. And then I went back to the hotel. All right. And I left her in the fucking chair. And when I got back to my hotel, she was still in the chair. <sighs> I'm 31 years old. Okay? I don't do this. I don't do... Like, I I feel sorry for... I don't, I don't, I don't feel sorry for them. I was going to say, I think the only thing... I don't. It's their fucking decision. But why are you doing it? Like, why are you giving away such a... Just, ugh, you give away yourself to these women. You know, you let them wear you down. And I do not let it happen. I do not let them wear me down. They try, they come, they try, and I don't even let them in, you know. I don't let them in. I fucking end it before it even really begins. As soon as they start, it's it's over. Because as soon as when they start, as soon as when they start, we all know it's, you know, it's going to be a lot worse. <laughs> There's a lot worse coming. A lot worse coming down the line. You just got to fucking stop it straight away. That's what you got to do. And peace and quiet is such a fucking important thing. It really is. It really is. All right, it's the next day now. And I just had sex with a beautiful woman. All right. Incredibly hot. Incredibly fun. Great personality. And she came to my room. All right. She came to my room, she came in, we talked, we had fun, we had a fun talk, and then we fucked, and it was a great fuck, uh, and then she took a sh- no, then we, then we cuddled, and then she took a shower, and then we talked some more, and then she left, alright, I don't know how, how long was it, it was like three or four hours, three or four hours, a great fucking time. Just incredibly fun, a chill fucking woman, you know? Chill. Chill. And hot and beautiful as well. And she wasn't a prostitute. I didn't pay her at all. <laughs> I didn't. But like, this is what this is what all sexual interactions should be like now, you know? These days. All right? The girl comes to the room, comes in, talk, fuck, shower, talk, leave. And, you know, we both have great memories of it, you know? I made her come, she made me come. And we had a great fuck. That's what it should be like. That's what it should be like. Yeah. It's, um, yeah. So I recorded this episode yesterday, and uh, now it's today. And it's Tuesday afternoon as well. We did, we, did, we, we did all this in the afternoon. We had a great fucking Tuesday afternoon together. Or fucking. And it was so much fun. And that is the way it should be done. That's the way I like it. Alright? And I've had, you know, these experiences. Lots of these experiences that I enjoy. And I've also had experiences... 
Like, uh, fucking these dates. It doesn't, no. No dates. No dates, no dates. No dates, alright. Alright, now let's, uh, go back to the episode that I recorded yesterday, alright. But I thought it was important to, to add this in here. Because, um, yeah. Because of, uh, the contrast. The contrast between a woman who is just the perfect woman. The way, the way women should be. A fucking angel, really. And, uh, these, these other people. These other women. Alright, back to the, back to the episode I recorded yesterday. Alright, go on. Yep. I'm going to go open the curtains. What happens when I move around with this? There better not be, like, lots of jumpiness. Lots of, like, you know, like that. Sometimes that happens with the microphone and the cable. Okay, I'm looking out the window now. You can probably hear things from outside. Maybe you can, maybe you can't. Um, but this hotel room is right next to... Got fucking train tracks right next to the hotel. Uh, rapid KL. Trains. Going past all day. And for some of the night as well. And, uh, yeah. Busy street. Busy street outside. Hmm. I actually like this hotel, though. The, the noise... Noise levels... The noise levels are... Yeah, they're quite loud. But it's the most comfortable bed of the trip so far. And it's one of the most comfortable beds, hotel beds, I've ever had. It's just, mm, it's perfect. And they're nice pillows. And I like it. I like the, the TV fucking works. Lots of channels, I think. Haven't even, are there lots of channels? I will see if that's true, because I haven't gone through them all. Seems like there's lots of channels. Yes. The AC, perfect. Perfect location as well. I am near the River of Life. The River of Life is uh, just across the road over there. There's lots of uh, fried chicken everywhere. Lots of fun. Malaysians really love fried chicken. I have, e I have eaten. I have eaten more fried chicken on this trip than I ever have. And we are, I've been in Malaysia like 11 days, this trip, like 13 days now this trip, I think, yeah, something like that. Just so much fried chicken, a lot of fried chicken, and it's delicious, it really is, it really is. Should I tell you anything else about the trip? What else should I tell you about the trip? I think that's it for now. That's all I want to say for now on this episode. I don't know how this one is going to sound. There's no pop filter. I didn't bring my pop filter. I've said that, I think. Yes, I didn't bring pop filter. Maybe I'll make one. Maybe I'll put one together or buy one or something. If I really need one. But it will be fucking perfect, okay? We don't need pop filter. And we don't need stand either. I like holding it in my hand. I like holding the microphone in my hand and hands. Alright? Yes, I do. 
Yeah, so I'm in Malaysia. I've been in Malaysia a while now. Fun stuff. Fun stuff. It's all fun stuff. Leaving women halfway through dates is fun stuff. Doing that and other stuff is fun stuff. Yeah. Having wars with cafes and homestays. Fun stuff. Telling these bitches, no, I'm not paying for your taxi to come round and wash my feet and lick my balls in a cuddles. Fun stuff. Fried chicken, fun stuff. Rapid KL, outside, all day. Fun stuff. Kuala Lumpur. In the streets. Fun stuff. Malacca. And it's fucking sadness. Beautiful broken sadness. Fun stuff. Malaysia, fun stuff. I love Malaysia. I do. I do. I will def. This is my second time in Malaysia, and I definitely will be coming back um, to Malaysia again. Yeah, it's not a country where you just go once or twice. It's a country where I actually really enjoy spending time. Yeah, and I'm going to spend more time here going forward. I'm going to record one more episode today. The uh, the episode after this. And it's going to be about my TikTok uh, terminally ill. Lovers and friends. Friends and lovers. These people on TikTok that um, are dying of terminal illnesses. Uh, they're my favorite. I think they're the best content creators on TikTok. You know, the ones with, you know, who really do TikTok. They're the, they're the best, you know, with accounts and stuff, you know. Um, that really, you know, are building a, building a, uh, uh, their lives on TikTok. Um, I think that the terminally ill ones are the best. TikTokers, I do. They are the best TikTokers. And they're all they're all dying, and it's sad. And I, look, I have the ones that aren't terminally ill, as well, but that have you know things wrong with them. Kaya, of course, and Kaya does some great content. But my favorite, my favorites now, are the terminally ill people, and the people who also you know they have um, spinal cord industry in industries. <laughs> Yeah, industries. Spinal cord industries. Spinal cord injuries. You know, they're paralyzed. They're quadriphiliacs. I love them as well. Great content. Some great content. But my favorite now are the terminally ill TikTokers. And we're going to be doing an episode about that. And I'm going to record it now. Yeah. This is Brad Nichols' podcast. Coming to you live, live when I record it, not when you listen to it, you... Uh, yeah. Live from Klang Valley. Malaya. Malaysia. See you in the next one.